Welcome to the Customer Acquisition Podcast. My name is Thorsten. If you are in marketing or sales and you want to increase demand, build more pipeline and acquire more customers for your B2B product, this podcast is for you. In this podcast, we will mix together webinars, live streams, interviews, and everything else in audio format. I also recommend registering for our weekly Netly live sessions on Wednesdays at 1 Central European time. Here we cover a different topic related to customer acquisition, such as content marketing, advertising, sales, and much more. You can sign up at netly.co slash live. Now on to this episode. Hello and welcome. Today I'm joined by Yaniv Siegel, Head of Partnerships at uh, Vidyard. Thanks for joining me, Yaniv. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Could you tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do at uh, Vidyard? Absolutely. So I'm, um, I'm Head of Partnerships at Vidyard EMEA. We opened our uh, EMEA presence in Dublin, Ireland since January of this year. And basically what my role entails is we, we have a, a partner first strategy. So we work with partners throughout EMEA and, and mostly in Europe, basically educating and, and, and spreading the idea of how to use video effectively throughout your business in marketing, sales, service, and internal communications. And I support our partners in educating the audience and um, basically the market. So to give the listeners a bit of a background story, I was introduced to Yaniv earlier this year. And Yaniv, you coached me on how to do video prospecting with uh, Widyard. And uh, to explain a little bit about Widyard, it lets you easily record a video message uh, to send to a prospective client instead of the typical boring text email or uh, interrupting them on the phone. And I got some great results almost immediately after trying it out. And it has already resulted in some generating in some very valuable leads and opportunities for my consultancy. So the feedback I got from prospects was uh, how much they liked the unique and personal approach and that it stood out for any from any other type of outreach uh, they had seen before. So, but I wanted to begin with a very basic question. So, what makes video so powerful, and why is video so important now, especially as we're meeting people less face to face? Yeah. So. Obviously, a lot of people already know what the value of video is, like in the broader sense of of, of, of the word, right? Yeah. Um, so if you look at, and that's always an interesting statistic that I mentioned, uh, Cisco does a research every year and looks at what amount of all internet traffic, so things that happen online, comes from video or visual content. And they predict that 82% of all internet traffic will be visual or video based by 2022. Right. So we already know that this is true. Right. I mean, we're on YouTube all the time. We're on Netflix all the time. We're on Disney. Every second post on LinkedIn. Right. Mm. Is, is a video, Instagram stories. All everything is visual content. Right. And the reason why that that has had such an uptick is, well, we have shorter attention spans. Humans process visuals often way quicker. Right um, than 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 text messages, so we we see that trend is going to continue more and more. So then that that's the broad level of these things, right? And if you then you look at the business perspective of things, right? The the area and the bit in, in in a lot of companies that have already to some extent embraced video are, are marketing organizations, right? So marketers understand to some extent that there needs to be some kind of video in 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 the communication mix right um so we, we see more and more organizations in marketing embracing video by for example 
doing webinars or using video for their social media outreach, right? But where it's very interesting and where we're seeing like, and that's where you started this conversation, where we're seeing a brand new opportunity and, and some early adopters like yourself are starting to use video is in the communication in sales. So in with prospective and existing customers, hmm. right? And I think that that's, that's the interesting thing what we would like to talk about today because that is a novel motion that has huge benefits for organizations that embrace that within their communication with, 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 with prospects and clients. So basically why video is so effective in, in the sales side of things, and especially this has been accelerated in the last six, seven months to, due to the situation that we're in, you just mentioned it, right? We can't meet people face to face. Yeah. So we need to find new ways of still creating a human connection, right? In a strong way. And it's definitely not going to be text-based, right? Yeah. So we see that video is just being used by sales organizations to stand out, right? Immediately create a human connection with prospects and with clients, which helps them generate more pipeline and also helps them generate more revenue. And we can talk in more detail about that in a moment. And I think an added benefit is uh, just the personal touch using video brings. So, uh, you know, you can copy a LinkedIn post or an email template, but nobody can copy you and your personality. I think when you have video, your personality shines through. Uh, it's more humanizing and personal. And that really helps when, when we can't meet face to face. So let's say that you discover a new promising lead or prospect uh, that you want to connect with. Uh, why should you use video instead of cold calling or sending that generic uh, text email? Yeah. So so if we if we literally if we look at the at the prospecting motion, right, of trying to get in touch with new potential customers that probably have never heard of you before, right? There's a bunch of channels that we can use, right? There's email, there is cold calling, there is LinkedIn messages, right? Um, there is direct mail, right, even. If we look at all the channels, right, and, and the channels that are probably being mo most used for, for prospecting purposes, it's, it's email, LinkedIn messages, and to a lesser degree, cold calls. Right. And the reality of these three methods, and we'll talk about why video is so powerful as an alternative to these three methods, is decision makers get bombarded with emails, LinkedIn messages, and cold calls to some extent. Less cold calls now, right? Because we can't reach people on the phone in their business because people are at home, but people send a lot of emails and a lot of messages on LinkedIn. And the reality is, and I'm sure that all the listeners will, will recognize this, right? You're on LinkedIn, you get a contact request by someone, right? You think, oh, okay, that might be interesting. You accept. And then two minutes later, you have some lame pitch, right? In, in your inbox. Text, Hi there, my name is X, <laughs> right? I'm yeah. sure you've had it. I mean, I yeah. get it all the time. Right? Hi there, my name is X. We sell XYZ service. How about we get in touch? And the reality is you just tune that out. You don't answer that, right? Because it's annoying and it's irrelevant. And the same goes for email, right? The, um, the, all the people that we go after as salespeople, we typically try to go after decision makers, right? CEOs, CMOs, CSOs, CTOs, VP marketing, sales, VP HR, directors, right? These people, they get bombarded all over the place from everybody all the time with both LinkedIn and email, right? They don't have time to answer those. And it's definitely the moment an email comes in that just texts, right? Hi there, my name is X. The radar goes up for these people. Sales email, sales pitch, delete. And the reality of that is, is that it just gets ignored. 
right? And, and let's benchmark that to video, right? So when we use video in, in ReachOut, we're doing something what we call at video, we call it a pattern interrupt, right? We're doing something that our prospects are not being bombarded with on a daily basis. We have statistics, uh, just to get back to, to um, text-based messages, that an average decision maker blended over a variety of industries, verticals, and countries in Europe will receive anywhere between 50 and 100 prospecting emails and LinkedIn messages a week, right? Mm, it's a lot of noise. <laughs> it's a lot of, you know, irrelevant noise often. But they're, they rarely will receive as a first reach out a, a video. Right? Hmm. A video where instead of a piece of text, right, where you say, hi, my name is X, the email or the LinkedIn message is, hi, Thorsten, how are you doing? Uh, I made you a short video explaining why I'm reaching out. And then that video is typically a video that we record with the prospect's website on the background or their LinkedIn profile or something that they recognize. Right? So the, instead of an email that screams them a sales email, suddenly they see a smiling Thorstein or a smiling Yaniv in a video, right? With their yeah. own website or their own LinkedIn profile in their inbox. That piques interest, right? It's a pattern interrupt. And we have data that shows that where we benchmarked just text-based reach out, right? Versus video-based reach out. So we benchmarked uh, hundreds of text emails where it's just text saying, hi, my name is X, would you like to talk to me? to hundreds of videos where hundreds of emails where the where the content of the email is a video. And there are two main interesting difference points for that which makes the case for videos so strong. First of all, click through rate. So engagement with the email, right? If we look at text, right? So sometimes and a lot of you will do this, right? You write a text email to someone and you maybe put a hyperlink in of your website, right? Or of a case study or of a testimonial or of an ebook, right? Something that the prospect can engage with. Best practice, again, blended average, best practice over a variety of industries and verticals. Best practice click-through rate of text is anywhere between 7 and 11%. Okay clicking on a piece of hyperlink text. Now we benchmark that to sending a video out in an email as an initial interaction. There we see a blended average of click-through rate of between 50 and 76%. So what that means is, if you just do text, you maybe get seven or 10, seven, you know, between seven and 11 people that click on that, that link. If you send a video out to your prospects, between 50 and 76 people click on that. That's already, a huge difference in terms of engagement and an initial green flag for salespeople, right? The second thing, however, which is more important is response rate, right? So again, we looked at a benchmark between sales reach outs, cold reach outs to, to prospects, just using text and benchmark that to just using video, cold reach outs. And the average response rate Best practice again over a variety of industries and vertical is anywhere between four and six, four and six and a half percent for text-based emails response rate. Okay, with video we have seen we have seen a response rate again ranging anywhere between a three x and an eight x compared to just using text. Okay, that is the game changer, right? Yeah. So, for example, a company that that uses video very effectively is called HubSpot, right? So. HubSpot did the same benchmark where they would send 200 videos or 200 emails out to a cold prospect via text, right? And about 5% would answer. 
Okay. And then they benchmarked that to sending out a, a video on that first reach out, cold reach out, 27.9% answered that. So that's a five and a half X in response rate, right? And you know that if more people engage and respond to you, that will trickle down into getting more opportunities, right? More people being interested, more people wanting to book a meeting with you, which then is the catalyst for growing a pipeline and helping you close more deals. So essentially, it's very effective at uh, breaking through the noise and getting a response. Um, I was doing some research uh, yesterday and I found some examples of videos customers of video Vidyard have uh, done. And, but could you share some of your, the creative ways you have seen companies use video to do prospecting and reaching, reaching out to uh, prospective uh, buyers? So specifically for prospecting purposes or, or more bro- or broader? We can begin with uh, prospecting, but you can also, if you want, cover some other examples and other use cases of video in the in the sales process. Yeah, sure. And because video can be used throughout the sales process, and maybe afterwards, if you want, we can we can focus a little bit more on that and give you some ideas on how we can use video once you've actually spoken to sure. a potential existing customer. So we'll sure. leave that out for now. But if we look at videos in some creative ways, right? So first of all, when you use a tool, right? And then this is a software specific thing. So obviously I, I work at Vidyard, right? And we have video software that allows you to create these types of videos. So you have basically two options. Either it's a screen share. So you, you're recording whatever is being seen on the screen. And then you yourself are a little bubble somewhere on the screen often in the corner where you are seen on, on the webcam, right? But the majority of the screen is basically the, the website or, or whatever it is in the background. That's option one. Option two is webcam only. So you just show your face, okay? So that, those are the two main, main structures of how you can actually create video in, in reaching out. Now you can get super creative with that, right? So with, with recording a screen, right? A very popular way is going on your prospect's LinkedIn profile, right? And then that little bubble, you can put it right next to the profile picture of your of your prospect, right? And we do yep. this at Video, we do that a lot where we then record it and you, the, you literally, the prospect will see their own picture, right? Of their own LinkedIn profile. And then, you know, you, me, a, a strange person, you know, smiling and waving at them as if, you know, they, they're introducing themselves on, on onto their LinkedIn profile. Very, very effective way to click because it's something that they recognize, their own LinkedIn profile, and they see a video of, you know, a little bubble there of a person smiling at them. It has a very big click-through rate. A second motion with the screen share uh, that works or the screen grab that works really well is to have their own website in the background. So their own website, right, is you, once again, you're in the corner and they see their own website and they see a little, you know, a smiling Thorstein in the corner, right? That also has a very nice click. Now, where the creativity really comes in is if you go webcam only, because webcam only, you don't have, you know, a website or a LinkedIn profile. So you need to do something for the person to think, hey, that's cool. I'm going to click this. So what you see a lot of people do, they will hold a little whiteboard when they record themselves on the webcam, right? That says, hey, Thorstein, click here. Right? And then get somebody to click on that video. Mm. Right? Other things that we've seen, we've people that, for example, take their dog, <laughs> literally, <laughs> right? Put the dog on the screen and get their dog like to wave there, right? And 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 that typically that's something funny enough, right, for people to click on to click on that on that um, on that video. Yesterday I saw a really funny one as well for somebody that had like a little whiteboard that say, "Hi, click here." 
And the guy recorded himself and he said, hey, I thought I would make you a cool video. I bought some super spicy yes. nacho chips. Did you, I don't know if you saw I that. Saw as well. It was hilarious. amazing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he literally did his pitch on the video while eating those spicy, uh, the, the, the spicy chips, right? And his face was, it, it was like burning like crazy yeah. <laughs> um, as he was doing the pitch. I thought that that was amazing. He got the meeting as well. Yeah, yeah obviously you have to, you yeah. have to do that. I, there are some other companies that I, that I see as another example to give you. I think it was, uh, it was introduced by a company called Outreach, uh, some, some SDRs and account executives there where they, they, they call the, this technique, the fumble. So the fumble is basically something weird happening in the beginning of the video. Like for example, something falling and then like the first couple of seconds you you're just dropping that or somebody's throwing something at you so something that's weird and again is something oh what, what's happening here somebody is like getting something thrown in their face or something is falling that then creates the spark of oh that that's interesting or what, what's that thing and that gets a very high click to rate kind of the same as when you're youtube binging and then you see a thumbnail you know that's that's weird or shocking that that sparks that intrigue they call it the fumble uh gets a very good click to rate as well yeah even if we are in a professional setting people are people whether they are at work or at home and we like humor we like we like to get uh, to know someone else's personality and i think you using video is such a simple and easy way to uh, do that so we have talked about using video mainly for prospecting, but what are other situations or use cases for using video in the sales process? Yeah, so, so there, there are so many, right? Yeah. So prospecting is a very powerful one because it's, it's a differentiator straight away. It's a human connection maker, right? And it's unique that really we see so many companies get so many more meetings and responses you know, booked and basically a pipeline built because of that. But then if you look at the mid-sale, right, which is basically the process from first conversation all the way to closing the deal, there are a ton of use cases. I would say the, the number two use case that we're seeing mid-sale where you can use video is to send videos out together with your proposals or with your quotes. And the reason why that's such a powerful thing is think about the current status quo for most of you, how you're sending proposals out right now or quotes. Most of you will send some type of PDF, maybe sometimes a slide deck. Some of you will have, um, you know, a DocuSign or a PandaDoc or something like that. Some of you will have a more visual way of, of presenting it like an Uber flip or something like that. But it's still static text content. So the reality in this situation is, and a lot of us will be in, in competitive situations where you're not the only vendor or solution provider that's being evaluated. So what's going to happen is maybe, you know, the decision maker or the influencer, the champion that you've been speaking with, you'll send them that PDF, right? And then they will get maybe two or three others from their, from your competitors, right? And then your champion that you're going to talk to, it sometimes it will be the final decision maker, but typically your champion will be part of a decision maker group, right? They will need to maybe get signed off from a CFO or a managing director or any, any other person that's involved in signing off on purchasing your product, service, or solution. The reality is, is if you send a PDF, what will happen is you're hoping that your champion, you know, with that PDF, armed with that PDF, will go to that boardroom meeting and do a good job in selling your solution. Yeah. When in reality, right, they often do a quite crappy job, right? Because that's not what they do, right? You're the person who knows how to present the value. So what ha it tends to happen is when it's just a text piece of PDF, 
you know, the CFO will be like, "Mm -hmm, that sounds interesting. You know, we'll go to the last page. Oh, 50K, no, thank you. And then move on, right? Because they have no context. And then it often very much becomes a pricing conversation, especially if the decision-making group doesn't have time to go through a complex proposal. Benchmark that to using video. So what our reps and, and our customers, what they do is with every proposal that they send out, they accompany it with a video. Why? Because now they can actually reiterate the value. They can say to their champion, hey, I'm going to make a video for you with a proposal that states the challenges that you told me you have, right? The solutions that we're providing to help you solve those challenges and the pricing that justifies the solution and all in a showing your face, right? And making it in a human way. And then you can say to your champion, how about you actually show this to the CFO or the MD or whoever is involved in signing off, right? So what happens here is that you suddenly start getting control of a conversation that typically would be happening behind closed doors, right? Mm. Because the video is being watched and then Vidyard has tools that get you notifications when people watch the video. So you can actually see it being watched multiple times. Then you know, actually people are getting the value prop in the way that you want it to be sold rather than someone doing it for you that has never done that before. One way I use uh, Vidyard in video a lot is if I get an inbound lead, I send them a video with uh, just like a quick introduction. My name is uh, Thorsten. This is the next step. Uh, Here's my calendar link. And then I also, sometimes I do, uh, after doing, uh, you know, the discovery process and if they have any questions uh, about either HubSpot or our services, I often save myself time explaining that in a, a video, for example. So I think that's one, one of many use cases that has uh, benefited me. That, that's a really good example as well. And there, there are, you know, from, you can do recaps, you can do little mini demos or mini demonstrations, a very popular use case. Mid-sale, right, your prospect will often ask questions, right? Hey, how yeah. does this work or that or this, right? And sometimes they'll come with a lot of questions. So instead of doing what everybody else is doing, right, going back to them with an email and sometimes a long one, right, like a big paragraphs explaining it, right, or answering questions, make a short video. Yeah. Competitors are not doing that, right? But it immediately makes things easy to digest, easy to understand, right? And it sets you apart straight away. It reduces ambiguity, especially if you have something that you can show tangibly. Very powerful. And that leads me to my next uh, question. How does uh, using video affect sales productivity? Yeah, good question. So often, right, when people are introduced to this initially, to this idea they're going to be like, oh, this is going to be way too time consuming for me, right? To to start using video. Oh, I'm doing all these emails and I'm putting in some sales automation tool or some sequencing tool, right? And I I just do it like that. And I can knock out 20, 30, 40 of those every day, right? And they think like, oh, if I have to create a video, I need to create lighting. I need to have a good setting. I need to do it professionally. And then they think that it's going to take way too long to create that one video. Where in reality, It's one, super easy to create. And you can talk about that in a moment as well because you're doing it, right? You can literally use your webcam. We have, Vidyard has a Chrome extension, right? That you can, it's a literally a three-click process. That's like click, open the extension, then press record, say your message, and then stop, which stops it. And then you can have videos ready to go straight away that we create, right? That's uploaded and hosted by Vidyard. And then you can just put it in an email. And 
if once you've trained in the beginning, it takes a bit of, you know, you, you need to get used to this motion. But once you've done this 20, 30 times is as fast as drafting an email to a prospect. You literally record, have a one minute message, put it in an email, send five minutes tops. It's important to note that to make this a scalable approach, you need to forget the concept of perfection. Very important. Because way too often, people are going to re-record themselves until they finally feel, oh yeah, this pitch, this pitch is perfect or this video is perfect, right? Now, suddenly it might take you half an hour to make one video until you feel it's good enough. Where in reality, being natural in yourself and maybe stumbling a bit or saying, uh, or um, doesn't matter at all. It's human and it's even better often than that perfectly polished video. So forget perfection. Just record yourself on a webcam talking to a person as if you would be doing on a Zoom call or a, or a Teams call right now anyways, right? It, yeah, go ahead. I would imagine that, uh, you know, that perfect high production video might perform worse and that, that it will seem less uh, authentic. We have data on that, that it performs worse because people pick that up. They're like, oh yeah, this is like a slick pitch, yeah, cool, whatever. Versus a very personal video that say, hey, Thorsten, how are you doing? Hope everything is well in Norway. I'm sorry to hear, you know, you didn't make it through to the Euro Cup. Sorry, Thorsten, that I had to- uh, You have to remind <laughs> me. <laughs> that I had to bring that up. It's, 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 it's very fresh. So I'm very sorry. I, I really was rooting for, for Norway to win yesterday, but you see what I'm doing here, right? And, and it wasn't even- I didn't even mean like not to do it, but now suddenly I make it very personal in a video. So I'm saying, hey, Thorsten, hope you're well. Sorry to hear about yesterday. Hope uh, business is going well for you. Reason I'm reaching out to you. Now that person feels like, wow, this, this is another human sending me a message instead of that perfectly buttoned up e uh, email or video that just doesn't get any responses. So that's very important. Forget perfection, be yourself and just record and send. I also think uh, when it comes to the productivity that, uh, you know, this prospect uh, engaged with my video, which is uh, very helpful. Yeah. So that you mean that they can see who's watched it? Yeah. Yeah. So that is, that is gold, right? Because sometimes people will see the video, but not immediately respond, right? doesn't matter. If I send Thorsten now, if I would send you a video, right? And I know Thorsten watches it, right? I could give him a call half hour later or an hour later, right? And I'll be like, hey, Thorsten, it's Yanni from the, the acting skills from the video. What do you think of my video? And then yeah. Thorsten is going to be like, how, how, are you, how do you know that? How, are you stalking me or something like that? And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm stalking you. And, <laughs> and we'll, you know, we'll have a, a nice or weird conversation. But either way, right? it's the conversation becomes inbound straight away, right? Because, yeah, yeah. right? It's not like, who are you? Why are you calling me, right? With an outbound call, right? Versus, I know you've already seen my face. You already know that I'm a friendly human person, you know, a human that is trying to offer value in the video that I'm sending you. So now the conversation immediately can be like, hey, what did you think of the video? Do you see any value in this? It changes the game completely in terms of how the conversation is going to go even if the person hasn't seen your video yet when you call them. Now you can refer to that video. So you can say, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 in this case, right, you can't act on notifications because if, if you know they saw it, then you know they have already, right? But sometimes you'll call them and they haven't actually seen it yet. You'll say, oh, I actually sent you a video. Uh, I'll send it on to you again and, and maybe we can have a conversation afterwards. The conversation is completely different when you have an asset like a video to refer to. 
So maybe after listening to this uh, interview, uh, you know that uh, video is important, but uh, how would you coach a sales team to get started with the video? Do you start at the bottom? Do you start at the top? How, how do you get started and, and get that buy-in for a video? Yeah, so that, that's a good question, right? It, in the end, the game, the, the name of the game of using video in your sales process is adoption from the bottom up right? The people that are actually going to be doing this on a daily basis and are bought into the concept, right? So that, it, that needs to be step one where there are salespeople and business developers that are realizing that what they're currently doing is getting very little response, right? And especially now when you can't go to people face-to-face and are looking for a new and better and, and, and more modern way, but most importantly, a better way to actually engage prospects and clients. So they need to be bought into the idea right? Why video works. And, and our, our typical process initially is to show them, hey, the statistics, like I talked earlier about, like what happens when you start incorporating video in your sales process, as opposed to just doing the same old routine things to just get deleted and ignored. Yeah. So that's one. There needs to be some buy-in, right? From some reps. They typically become the initial group that will start embracing this. And now we need to ensure that the manager, the sales manager or the sales director or the VP sales gives those reps the room to actually properly deploy this, right? And we set Mm -hmm. some KPIs and metrics in terms of what we need them to achieve, right? So typically the, the step would be with the sales manager to realize what is the status quo right now? How many meetings are we generating right now? What's the response rate right now without video? And then we actually, in a phased training approach, we start including video as part of the sales process. And then after a period, sometimes it's a month, sometimes it's three months, sometimes it's 12 months, we analyze and see how many more meetings have we booked because we started using videos? How many more responses did we get? How much more engagement did we get? And even how many more deals did we close off, close off the back of it? So with the sales leader, we typically create a framework for measuring success, right? Where the leader buys into the whole idea of letting their sales team use video to actually help them generate more opportunities, right? Or, or to actually help them in their sales process. And then we have a whole training approach, right? To actually train the sales reps and the BDRs to actually make sure that they do it in the most effective way possible, right? So that's also, once again, where we have a partner strategy. We work together with our partners to train the clients to what to say, scripts, types of templates. We do coaching. So reps send video to us and our partners and we send them feedback back with tips and suggestions, right? We basically have a whole program developed to ensure that they adopt all the best practices to make sure that they are continually successful with it. So I want to end the podcast with uh, something more hands-on and tactical. So when when uh, we first talked, you taught me a very simple but effective framework for video prospecting. So could you talk me through each step? Um, so the first step is uh, to smile. Yeah, so so there are a number of key factors for success that I'll walk you through, okay? Yeah. But before I do that, for the people, right, that are here listening to this, the, the, the number one step is you can try out our, our free version. Uh, it's on Chrome, so you can, you can download it. It's called Vidyard uh, Chrome Extension. Um, and you can immediately test it out. Super easy to install. And literally within a minute, you can test, create a video, and it's already ready to go. So that's the first thing. Try to see, hey, this software is super easy and intuitive to get started with. That's one. Yep. And number two, before I go into the key factors for success, 
is you need to have a mentality. Let's learn something new and just do it, right? Mm -hmm. And don't expect immediate results, right? Expect that this is going to be a learning process in the same way that a lot of you or the people that work in your your team, if you're a sales leader, you know, the first time they ever did a phone, you know, a phone call, cold call, I'm sure they had some type of structure to it to train them how to do it. So be open to learn a new method of reaching out to customers. That is, those are the two prerequisites. Have the tool and have an open mind to just do it and giving this a proper go, okay? That that's that sets it. Then there are, and it sounds very marketing-y, and there's many key factors for success, but there are seven real key factors for success to make it successful and actually get a good response. So number one, and you just mentioned it, Thorstein, is to smile and be friendly on the video. Doesn't even matter what you say. Of course it does, but... If you're smiling and being friendly, you are or basically already halfway there, right? So we actually have data on this where we looked at people that send a video and are very serious, right? Versus people that are friendly and smiling and open. The response rate is significantly higher with the people that respond, uh, but with, with that are smiling. And the reason for that is smiling, you know, is associated with trust, is associated with being open, right? It's the same thing that I imagine a lot of you will do when you meet somebody face-to-face or on a Zoom for the first time, right? You want to be friendly and open. Don't overdo it though, okay? So you have don't have like, we have people that try to do a video and, and smile, which is unnatural for them. We have like these people send us video like Joker, you know, <laughs> the joke. Joker smile, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like overdo it. Be in your zone, right? You don't have to do it fake, right? But that that's one. Number two is, and, and, and that's again, very important, is have a form of script, okay? You don't have to have a script that sounds written, but I just made the example around, you know, when, when salespeople first started cold calling, you know, when you started to do your first cold call, I'm sure you had some kind of script right? Some, for, some structure to help you get to the call, to know what questions to ask, right? What to say in specific motions. This is the same thing. Get, and we have scripts available, right? That you can use that basically help you have a, a framework and a structure of what you say. And then you do that 20, 30 times, follow our leads. And then at some point it's internalized and now you can freestyle. And the same thing that now you can freestyle on a cold call because you have the basics down. Very important. People that don't script and just freestyle thing go through the learning curve. It takes them way longer than people that do script. The third piece then is very important is make it really personal. Really make it personal. Don't go straight into a pitch. Too often I see people that start will pitch, right? They'll make the video, record the video saying, hi, I'm Yaniv, um, I'm from Vidyard. We work with similar company like companies like you. You know, uh, I, I see you're not using video. We have all kinds of video solutions. Please uh, book some time or call me, something like that. That doesn't get the response, right? But if I say, hey, Torsten, I hope you're doing well in Oslo or hope you're doing well in Norway, right? Yeah. Hope all is well with your business that you're looking forward to a good Q4. I just saw your, your podcast about topic X or your blog post on this on LinkedIn. Super interesting. That prompted me then to have a look on your website. Looks great. I'm on your site now. I see you're not doing, you know, and then you go into your value proposition. So you see what I'm doing? I'm spending 15 to 20 seconds in, in that uh, video, not even talking about business. I'm just doing what we call one-way rapport building, right? One way, like making it really personal. So you would feel, Thorstein, like, wow, this this is really for me. He hmm. really is on my side, right? He's really looking, he's really talking to me. Very important compared to this generic pitch thing doesn't get a response, okay? There's four more. 
key factors for success, okay? The fourth one is keep it short. This is specifically only relevant for prospecting, right? Um, so our benchmark is around 60 seconds, 60 to 70 seconds. That's uh, that's the sweet spot. If you're in EMEA in North America, it's a bit shorter, about 45 seconds, okay? Not longer than 90 seconds. That's the best practice. And we know this because after 90 seconds, people drop off. They don't watch the whole thing, okay? So that that's roughly the sweet spot. For other videos, it's variable, right? If you're using it and you're selling to existing customers and you want to create a video for upsell purposes or cross-sell, you might want to introduce, you know, you already know the customer. You say, hey, I have a new product or service here. Let me show this to you a little bit um, and then see if you're interested. That could be a minute, a two-minute, three-minute video. Uh, that is, there's too many use cases to say a uh, definitive uh, length, but for prospecting, 60 to 90 seconds. The fifth piece, the fifth piece is very crucial as well, is offer to provide value, especially in prospecting, but don't actually give the value in the video. Very important. Don't go into a generic pitch. Hi, we're, we work with similar companies like you to solve X, Y, Z. We generated ROI, A, B, C, you know, 100% this, that, right? And dive into specifics, right? That's a pitch and the person's going to be, yeah, whatever. I don't believe you. Gong had a very interesting, I don't know if you saw that, Thorsten. Um, Gong is um, basically call analytics software, very powerful. Mm. Um, they basically analyzed people that use ROI metrics in the first call, so in a connect call with a client, and they measured that the ones that name statistics and numbers, the deal, the likelihood of the deal closing plummets like oh. big time. Yeah, I'll, I'll actually send it on to you. Maybe you can send it on to, to, your, to your audience as well to, to have a look at that. And, and especially, to think about yourself, and especially in... <laughs> In, in in Europe, right? Where well, we have a healthy skepticism, you know, yep. when we read, and especially le these leaders, oh yeah, for, everybody says that, oh yeah, 4X ROI, you know, or whatever, right? Oh, growth by 400%, right? Then it's one case study where that happened, but the average growth is not being mentioned, these kind of things. Yeah. And, and people are savvy, they know this. I'm sure that you have this skepticism as well when you see that stuff, yeah. right? So, so I would stay away from that in a video. Uh, I, I, would, I would make it all about them and dangle some interesting statistics and data for them to consider on a call. Yeah, for example, I used, uh, we have worked with companies similar to yours and we have a lot of insight and data about what is getting them the most sales opportunities. Exactly. That's exactly the point. So what you're doing there is you're dangling the carrots. That the whole idea of that video for prospecting is to create curiosity and intrigue. That is what you want. The goal of that video is for them to think, oh, that's interesting. Sure, I'll, sure, I'll connect with, uh, with Thorstein for some minutes and see if it's interesting for me, right? Yep. And if you combine that with smiling, uh, being personal, right, and, and offering value, that's, that gets uh, the response. Don't go into too much detail. And, and what typically works well, especially if you go after leadership positions, is to say like, look, I know typically people in your position have challenge X, right? We work with a lot of similar companies like you, which in most cases, a lot of you will, right? Because that's why you target that specific customer because you know that you can solve their problem. Now you can say like, look, you're not doing things that, that your competitors or others in the space are doing that could help you solve problem X, how about we get in touch, right? I have data, best practices, exactly like Thorstein just said, and I share those ideas and then see if it's a fit for you, right? So I offer the value, but I don't give it in the video itself.
okay? The last two best practices here have to do with things that we talked about before. Number six being forget perfection. Be human, be natural. So don't take an hour. In the beginning, it's fine if you have to do a couple of retakes because you're learning. But once you've done this 20, 30 times, forget us and arms, no one hears them, right? No one does. Just record, be yourself, make a video, put it in an email and send it. And that's how you make it scalable. Our reps, they can send anywhere between 30 to 50 videos a day oh. in this way, okay? I'm not saying you have to do that, but that's how you, you can get it to the same kind of scalability level as phone calls or emails sent out, okay? Hmm. Which then brings me to the final point, which is you have, if this is interesting to you, is try at least 100 of these, at least, Okay. So if you think a hundred sounds a lot, this isn't for you. That's that's for sure, right? A hundred is not a lot. A hundred is five a day for a month, right? Five a day, 25 a week, a hundred in four weeks. And then see how you can tweak and make this work. Too often I have people that start to do it and then they say, oh, it doesn't work. I don't get any responses. And I ask, well, okay, so how many videos did you make? Yeah, like seven or eight. You're like, <laughs> okay, great, right? I'm, 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 I'm happy you started the journey, fantastic, but... It's too early to tell, right? I mean, you're probably when you started your sales career, your first seven cold calls were terrible. <laughs> you know, I know yeah. mine were, right? Yeah. So you, you got to give it time. So, and at least a hundred, I would say, is the minimum amount to determine if this works, yes or no, and gives you time to hone your skill and craft to, to become good at it together with, 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 with our resources that we can help you with, right? And those are the main, uh, the main success factors there. And if you think about it, very few people like doing cold calling. It's not very effective. If you are in sales, uh, would you not rather send out a hundred personalized one-to-one videos? And if you think about your prospects, what do they prefer? Would they rather be, uh, be interrupted by a phone call or would they prefer to get a short video that both respects their time? It, it's easy for them to, uh, to say no if they're, they're not interested. Um, yeah, I think this choice is, uh, is quite easy. It's a hundred percent, right? So to add on to that, right? If you're a sales leader here and you're listening to this, right? Ask yourself, when was the last time you ever responded to a cold prospecting email, right? And more importantly, tell me the last time you got enthusiastic or, or sparked with curiosity because of a reach out like that. I, I'd be willing to bet oh, never, right? Yeah. Well, and, 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 and to, to end up basically this, this, uh, this conversation around this is this. The, the motivator for you and me and everybody to do this is to see results, right? I, I always say this. I, I've sent over the, over the four years that I'm doing this, uh, sending videos, I've sent close to 10,000 videos. This is not my hobby, okay? I don't send, I don't send 10,000 videos over my sales career for fun, yeah. right? I haven't done that, right? I do it because it has propelled my career to where I am right now, right? It is, has been the main differentiator for me compared to all my peers and my competitors, right? It helped me drive more pipeline. It helped me drive, differentiate myself throughout a sales cycle. It helped me shorten sales, cycle because, sales cycles because of it. And it helped me close more revenue and deals. That's when you start realizing this should become internalized, right? When you start sending out videos and people come back to you, wow, that's so cool. What an amazing approach. Sure, I'll have five minutes with you. That's the feel you'll get where you're like, okay, this is working. This yeah. is really working. 
And that's what I would hope everybody to hopefully get out of this podcast to hopefully inspire you to get your inner Hollywood out and (laughs) try this, right? That's the most important. Give this a proper go because we know when we see that this is working. Yeah, it's not hard to get started. You just install the plugin in Chrome and you give access to your microphone and web camera and you gave your seven-step framework. So it's, uh, it's definitely easy to get started. Yeah, and again, also to, 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 to add to that, you'll save a lot of time because it's, it's a quick way. It's as, basically as quick as sending a personal, like an email that you write out to a prospect, right? And you're also saving the time of your prospect, especially in mid-sale, right? You, you don't have to always get them on a call, right? Especially if you're in the sales cycle, you can send them an answer to their questions in a video that, right, they can watch at their own leisure at the end of the day or in, during lunch or in the morning, right? So you're, you, instead of constantly having to chase them for the next call, you can nurture a deal forwards. That's what I mean with cl- shortening a sales cycle, right? If they say, oh, can you please show me how to do so- this, this and that in the software, then you now maybe do like, hey, yeah, come on my, a call and I'll show it to you. Instead, you can now record a video, send it to them and say, hey, have a look at this whenever you have a moment, this answer all, all your questions. So you save their time and respect their time as well. And the second f- and a final point on this, uh, Thorstein, if, if, if you allow me, is you, you will have listeners uh, all over, right? I'm sure you'll have them in Norway, but you'll have them throughout Europe and, and, and beyond as well. Some people will say to me, oh, yeah, this sounds really cool, but yeah, my industry, yeah, no, that, that doesn't work. You know, my vertical, they're old school, they're traditional, right? Or now in my country, this doesn't work, right? Yeah. And I get that, right? From people that this is completely new. So a couple of things on that, right? This is being done everywhere from Norway to South Africa, right, to Turkey, to Israel, to Holland, Spain, the UK, everywhere in EMEA, all the way to all the way Dubai, APAC, North America, Latin America, everywhere this is being done, right? We see traditional industries like banking, bankers literally doing a video of themselves in tie and suit where they do a, a project or, or, you know, financial report or a quarterly report, or introducing themselves as their new point of contact to a wealthy client. We see manufacturing companies and engineering companies literally sending those videos out to, you know, plumbers and people that, you know, are building, building buildings, or they're even recording themselves with our Vidyard app on the mobile, you know, being at a construction site. So we see it being done in ZAS and software, right? Where it's, where it, People are more digitally savvy all the way to traditional businesses like construction, manufacturing, financial accounting, law firms, right? That are using this in the way that makes sense for them and their use case, right? So we see it all the way across the board, which brings it back to the main topic of this. We're all humans. It's super cliche to say it, but the, you know, the plumber or the lawyer or the wealthy investor, right? They're all people that are not waiting for another text email to get into their inbox, you know, to be to be annoyed by someone or a cold call from someone. They're all people that are looking to connect with other people, especially if you as a business can solve their problems and help them forward. So that's, I hope that that re- reduces some, and we have data on this, right? To see it all over those industries. So even if you are in a traditional industry, I would even say that's better for you because, it's more unique than maybe in some industries where this is already becoming a little bit more popular. So I want to leave it with that and say like, try this, even in your industry, if it's, if it's traditional one, give this a go and you'll be surprised that people responding to you saying, wow, that was an amazing approach. I've never received something like that. And that will motivate you to continue. 
Uh, Yanni, this has been uh, very interesting. Uh, if people want to go and learn more about uh, video, where can they where can they find you? I would recommend everybody to go either of uh, www.vidyard.com, Vidyard, the way it sounds, and download our free Chrome extension so you can immediately try out creating free free tools and, uh, and, and see it for yourself. Thanks for joining me. Thank you very much, Thorsten. Thanks for having me. Have a great day.